guys. Uh, welcome to my podcast. Uh, I think this is going to be on your podcast too, isn't it? Oh, no, this is for your podcast. Okay. Well, Free Reverie is my podcast, and I'm GGB, and we welcome back. Electronic, Electronic Jack, Jack, a.k.a. Linwood Storm. Y'all know me. Yeah. He barely, you know, participates in my podcast, so. Okay. So, for this topic, we're kind of going to – there's an article that I came across with fighting extremism with music. What are your thoughts before we get into it about this? Um, first of all, we're talking about fighting extremism concerning what? Well, this guy, um, is using music, um, with lyrics that are pretty, um, I guess, I don't know if people are offended or not, but his lyrics, I guess he comes from a culture where you know, if they were to enter the United States or whatever, they're considered terrorists. So I think he's just, like, exploiting that type of stereotype in his music. And people are just outraged by it, apparently. So I, I'm still Do you have any lyrics to... from any songs? His in song terms of how he... says, yeah, this article says that um, some of the excerpts from the song is... To symbolize freedom, I'll dive in the hell. With all the fire there, I'll find some light in it. Strap it to my chest. Light the dynamite in us. Boom, I'm taking my life away. Quote. And um, he's saying that his music is aimed at raising awareness as why people are drawn towards extremism. Are you snoring? No, of course not. Did you, did you snore? But I don't know how, I, how would he be able to fight extremism i'm i'm assuming this is uh what's what's that what are we fighting again al-qaeda no he's dead already uh what 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 group are we fighting in the middle east you have radical uh islamists is that what they're called i think so yeah He's he says that his songs give insight, a raw insight into political, religious, and ideological extremism. So, like, I'm still trying to understand the article, but it's just kind of like I was telling you earlier. Uh-huh. Music's always been a way to uh, express a um, an opinion or to send out a message and stuff like that, and some people don't tune in to what the lyrics are saying um, as some people actually do. And so obviously people are listening to this and thinking, oh my goodness, he's saying, you know, to commit suicide or something like that. And he's thinking that's to symbolize freedom. So I don't know if he's saying in order to be free, he would have to strap a bomb to his chest because he's not in he's the not, U.S., is he? Not, no. Okay, okay, we're safe. Um, we're safe. No, <laughs> I think that's the whole point is that he's not able to actually be free because anywhere he goes, he's considered a terrorist. So he's like to be free. I mean, does he? Uh, what, does he? Um, does he identify with religion at all? Um, I don't think he does. Uh. 
uh, who raps in both English and Arabic. Yeah. Um, yeah. He lives in Lebe Lebanon. Lebanon. That's correct. Yeah. I don't know. See, it's a so here's the thing. What is, what is he trying to do? Is he trying to explain the mindset behind Islamic terrorists or no? I is... think what he's trying to do is you know, kind of fight fire with fire type of deal. You know, like we How? say he's not that calling anyone out from the other bullshit of religion. He's not. No, he's calling out the bullshit of the stereotype type because not everyone who lives in that area is a terrorist not everyone who lives there is going to think you know to kill everybody and so then they should I realize guess, the core of all of this is religion right you know you think that right but not really because no matter what they do if they don't even believe that sort of religion and they were to come here they still just the way they look okay so i think he's just kind of presenting that issue no matter what happens in order to be free i guess it's what everyone's expectation is, you should just strap a bomb and that just, is stupid. you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, sorry. That's just As stupid. I'm reading the lyrics again, I just kind of think, like, it is. So how is he time, fighting extremism again? When I think about I fighting extremism, I think about, I think about Ice Cube. I think about Dead Coup. I oh, wait, think wait, about, wait, wait, wait. Let's, uh, not, let's define not dead extremism. Coup. Dead Prez before... and the Coup. And I think, let, oh, go, go on. Let's define what extremism is first, because I, I don't think we really explained that. When I think about fighting extremism with uh, uh, what's with more extremism, I think about um, hold on, I'm gonna look up the song. Uh, for those that don't know what the term means, because I, I I want people to actually understand what we're talking about, it's um, the holding of extreme political or religious views, fantasism. It's the quality or state of being extreme or advocacy of extreme measures or views. So the term is primarily used in political or religious sense to refer to an ideolo ideology that is considered to be far outside the mainstream attitudes of society. Anyways, go on. So so he's fighting extremism <laughs> with more extremism or a deconstruction of extremism. I, I, I'm, I'm still confused. I think maybe he's just trying yeah, – I think it's deconstruct. I think what he's trying to do is um, that maybe the religious stuff – because it, it doesn't, doesn't look like he's criticizing religion. It looks no. like he's trying to excuse it. I think he's fighting the stereotype of what, the, like the label that's put on him just because he might believe in something like that. I don't think it's the, the religion itself. I think it's just the the label that's being put on him that he, he's saying that he's not actually free. Like he can't go anywhere because it's... Uh, I guess it's just the way he looks like he doesn't think that he can go into another country and just be accepted for who he is. Um, I mean, that's for anybody, though, because if I were to go to another that's country, for anyone who's not white. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't feel as comfortable in another country because, you know, I would have to learn the norms and all the, the culture and all that, too. It's so but hard. I don't think I wouldn't be accepted <laughs> either. <laughs> Stop. Um, he says. I never really assimilated in both cultures, so I often have this feeling of alienation. This disadvantage growing up became a strong point in how I wrote my music. I always create music that reflects my environment. Art does imitate life. I don't think music fights extremism. I think 
think the whole society and culture fights extremism and music is one of the weapons to do so. Um, it even states that he even works with psychiatrists to make sure he's sending out the right messages, which I think that's clever because I think what he was going for in this statement with the lyrics that I just read, it probably was a different way. <laughs> it probably it, It's was, almost uh, like it hasn't been done before. Oh, wait, it has NWA yeah, public enemy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but here's his problem. Nobody cares in the U.S. I'm not no, sure how it is, is there, but nobody really cares. In culture. In the, yeah, that, that has more to do with his culture. and But like I said, nobody identifies. There's going to be a portion of people who identify, just like there, there are a portion of people who identify with Christian rap and all that. But nobody's really going to identify with the struggle because we're looking at least uh, African-Americans, black Americans. We, we're looking at that kind of stuff and we're going... We've been talking about that kind of stuff for decades. So why do we give a damn about what you're doing? You're ba like, we, we understand you have a struggle, but at the same time, we've been pushing this movement since we, we, we started music, basically. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so everything that you're telling me about this guy, that, that is, that's fine. You know, fine and dandy. Right. He's using his artistic uh artistic right you know creative in integrity to but it hasn't uh it's not like it's anything new it's, it's not just it's nothing different new. culture nothing that's new. all it is it's just a different culture um, and as far as mar marketability uh again there's going to be a small demographic we're not I, I guess it would be a lot easier to see his point of view if he was assimilating into whatever genre that he was trying to uh market himself in but, um, again, you have to get the audience to identify or at least want to uh, see themselves in your shoes concerning struggle. And at least in this country, you're not going to go far with that logic. So in this sentence, it actually says, in Lebanon, more and more artists are using music not only to fight extremism, but also to help heal it. So maybe he's not really sending out a message to everyone else, more or less, in his culture, like we stated. Yeah, But yeah. He, he's trying to break that, um, maybe that strict social norm. Maybe it's the social norm that's placed in that religion, because maybe they're not, they don't have a whole lot of um, freedom of expression. Of course and not. <laughs> and so I know what he's trying to do, but I think more or less it's going to work in their own culture. But I don't know how far it's going to go. Um, this radio host said music works both ways. Extremists also use music to fulfill their propaganda or to gain followers. We use it as a counter to them. We use it for love and for tolerance and for bringing people together and getting young people off the streets. This, to me, was kind of funny because he's saying to fulfill propaganda or gain followers, yet this is an issue that's being spread all over the internet and getting them noticed for what they're doing. If you're going to do something for the good, goodness of your heart, you probably shouldn't be advertising it on social media and stuff like that like do it within your culture like i mean i, don't I mean no because you want that exposure but, but you want exactly other people to saying. join in the battle so using, i understand it he's using uh the internet and stuff like that to gain followers at this point that's not the purpose of this whole thing i don't believe i don't don't believe that's what he's i mean trying the to more followers you have the more people who can rally behind you so i i understand the logic 
but I, again, it, it's not something I identify with because at the core problem with all of that is religion, you know. And y- y'all already know I I despise religion. I have a disdain for religion. So, um, if you guys are offended by that, I'm sorry, but that's how it is. So, <laughs> get oh, I don't over care it. if There's they're gonna... offended by it. I'll. <laughs> I have a disdain for religion. I think it's stupid. It's bullshit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Christianity, all of that. And when you're not attacking the core reason for terrorism, or at least the uh, the motivator of terrorism, mm-hmm. then you're not really dealing with the issue. You're you're putting a pacifier on it. You know, you're putting a band aid on it. You're saying mm-hmm. love, peace, and all that, but again, which which is going to motivate more? Which has been proven to motivate more, music or religion or a cult of followers? And right. then we, we deal with uh, stereotypes. I'm sorry, but the stereotypes, they, again, those are uh, those are uh, symptoms of the problem of the disease which is religion so you get rid of you get rid of uh religion then people all they will have to fall back on is their own mental illness so to say pretty much okay all right so that pretty much like sums this up because i really don't know what else i could take from this Article. I just thought it was interesting. Well, I, uh, I wanted to speak on fighting extremism with extremism, but it doesn't seem like he's actually doing that. Because no, not uh, as I keep reading it. Because when we break it down the way we are, because there are a, artists who do that. Like, but oh yeah, he's not to, really doing that to a very yeah. extreme degree. Like I was listening to a song by Askari X. He has a song called a. Uh, it's called High Tonight. And the chorus is, all the pick of woods better hide tonight. Basically him talking about killing white people. It's an extreme song and it's emotional, but it's it's a counterattack to all the racism that he's dealt with. So he's putting it all into a song saying, hey, these are the, these, these are the cards that I've been dealt with in life. I'm, I'm angry. I just feel like killing white people because they seem to be the source of my problem. And while it's very... It's very hateful. It's very angry. At the core, you can identify the issue behind, like, because he, I'm trying to bring up a, a lyric. I wonder if they have the song on uh, Rap Genius. But uh, he goes. What's into, it called? Uh, it's, the song is called High Tonight by Ascari X. Um, I'm looking for the lyrics right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I probably play a little bit of it. Uh, it it's 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 oh, you're gonna play the song. It's it's a, very, a little bit. It's a very yeah. I, I wouldn't play Inappropriate? it for you, but no? it's I, no? I I mean you don't even want me saying the n word. No, the, I don't. Podcast, I don't. But so. they say that's that's just my thing. Like, like this is pretty much a, a anti-white anthem. but uh, again like the reasoning behind the lyrics and 
like like I said, he goes into detail about how his father was locked up, and you know how, how like he's a very he's a very pro black political artist. So he he'll speak on uh, issues from a very pro black stance, and he does not mince words. You know, sort of like Dead Prez and the Coup, both groups that I was listening to earlier. And uh, I guess you could throw other artists such as Crooked Eye and Immortal Technique. But those, uh, Ascari X and I forgot his other name, but those are good examples of fighting extremism with extremism. While I don't think that it solves much, it gives a side that it, that forces conversation. You know, so th mm -hmm. that's basically what I wanted to uh, add. Okay, well, I won't play the song, but I guess if you guys yeah, to take it, a especially listen, if there are a lot of white listeners. Kari <laughs> is a sorry a s k a r i, and then X. So, um, but yeah, I guess I'll just have to take a listen to it later. But I like I don't like hearing the word, but we've already discussed that. <laughs> in my previous podcast as to why I don't. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just go back through my podcast. It's the N-word. I think that's I, what I labeled it as. Um, but yeah. I think that kind of wraps everything up. Mm -hmm. Because we can't really go much farther with this um, article. But... I don't know. I, I came across it and it was just interesting because it's something that we haven't talked about before, obviously. Um, but just the term extremism, trying to break that down and relate it to what he's trying to do. I guess it, I, I guess I thought differently of this article when I first read it. And then as we're breaking it down on this podcast, because this is the second time Honestly, I've read it. Honestly, a better topic um, would be... Uh... I guess because we we we've kind of focused on the religion aspect of extremism, but there are a lot of political artists who who I admire and use their platform to, I guess, expose the government. You know, talk about uh, quote unquote white supremacy, terrorism. You know, yeah, the media and all that. But see, that's. That, but see, you don't hear a whole lot that of that anymore because now you have like rappers who I'm tired of hearing the same stuff, you know, but when someone's actually speaking the truth, that's where, like I said, I'll have to listen to this Ascari X, I guess. But if you're saying it's a ban, all white, whatever, I don't. I mean, the whole song is about him killing white people. It's very, it's a very graphic song. Yeah. Well, don't. And anyone, don't actually take his advice. Don't kill white people. <laughs> and that wasn't my advice. I'm talking about the song. No, I'm talking about the song. I'm not oh, okay. Talk, about don't, you. don't take the, the song's advice. Yeah, don't. <laughs> like I said, no. music is just entertainment at the end of the day. And if yeah, you're gonna wanna, it is. If you're going to teach, you have to expression. entertain at the same time. The thing is, is if people are going to get offended by something like that, then you really shouldn't be speech and all that when issues come about. Because trying to express each other, try to be individuals and 
if we keep saying freedom of speech and then we're going to judge someone for what they put out in the music, then we're I mean, not really... I feel I feel like we should be able to criticize and judge people for the music that they put out, but not well, in a I'm way talking that about criminalizing get... freedom of speech. To me, it means being able to say what you want to say. Of course, there are certain uh, regulations. You cannot yell fire mm-hmm. in a movie theater. Um, but or let's say if I bomb. wanted to make a song about killing police officers, I should be well within my right. It's entertainment. It's freedom of speech. So yeah. I'm not inciting a. Uh, I'm not inciting terror or hate crimes but see, people may listen to it and people, be inspired but that's completely on them but people want to get upset over that but then you have a song uh who was it by that was singing about suicide uh about someone being gay i mean there are so many almost, songs about suicide almost, no it was about a kid almost oh uh, uh what's his name See, when you mentioned suicide, I was thinking about the Grave Diggers, 1-800-SUICIDE. No, listen to that song. That's a good song. It's a suicide. Logic. That's who it is. Logic. Oh, my God. He sucks. He had, that song. he had that song about that gay guy who was about to commit suicide but then found love at the end. But that was the music video. But in the song itself. Yeah, and the, 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 song title, nobody, the song title was an actual number to a number suicide for hotline. Line, which that yeah. was clever. So I, I give him. It's not clever because he didn't come up with the idea. I think Jordan Lucas no, came up with the idea. And I, I'm not Lucas... saying that. I'm just saying that's clever to have the number and stuff like that. But people are, are going to be impressed by that type of music, even though the lyrics don't specify that everyone was so impressed by the music video they weren't listening to the music music literally was saying just committing suicide like so, I'm i mean so here, here's because I, I listened to that song that song came on the radio yeah um i'm not sure i think this was when i went to indianapolis but um i was listening to the the song and it is like there isn't much content in that song no. You compare that song to again one eight hundred suicide by Gravediggers. I believe that's the title of the song. Um, but yeah, that and you have other artists such as Cage and um, yeah, there are so many other artists who tackle subjects that are very grim to listen to, and they do it with so much passion and lyricism chock full of content and then you have someone like logic who can turn into a catchy song and people are i i understand what he's doing i uh admire him for what he's doing but there are so many other artists out there who are doing don't it get, better get noticed like that you know yeah and i get i get it. it's about marketability and all that but yeah and he went the right direction he did he's obviously i mean he's doing well for himself cool but the message isn't there anymore. It's more about now it's just him. Like, if you listen to his other music, like the other music that he's creating, I it mean, doesn't you know make what? any I'll, sense. I'll play it's devil's terrible. advocate to myself. I'll play devil's ad- advocate to myself. Um, I am not impacted by his music, nor am I with Hobson, nor am I with Tentacion. All of these. I can't understand what that guy is saying. I mean, all of them suck, but I'm not. I'm not impacted by any of them. 
Right. And that said, there are plenty of people who are. Plenty of people who did not grow up with the musicians and artists that I grew up with. So I could show somebody uh, DMX, but they'll be like, nah, XXXTentacion's better. Nah, Hobson's better. Nah, Eminem's better. That's that's their perspective. That's cause, because they grew up on that. So it's it's not necessarily fair to me to say, Hey, this guy is well to me they're whack, but to somebody else they may have made a impact on that person's life. Who knows? Well, Logic may have stopped a few kids from committing suicide. Bravo on him, but again Right. But so I am not taking anything away from him, you know. Right, so. right, right. Um I think that song was impactful and I think maybe it could have prevented certain stuff. But other artists have also tried to bring up the issue, and it, you know, you think it would make that impact as well. Um, I don't know. Well, it's, just, it's like, uh, what's his name? Um, Brother Ali. Brother Ali had a line in one of his newer tracks. He said, hey, if, if I'm such a great artist, why am, not, why am I not in your top five or top ten? And again, a lot of that comes, a lot of that boils down to popularity. If this artist isn't popular... Um, it doesn't matter how great you think he is. You're not going to put him in your top five or top ten because you're you're worried about other people judging you based on your list, you know. Yeah. Like I said, there are a lot of people who – DMX is number one on my list, but a lot of people be like, nah, DMX is not lyrical. Nah, DMX, he barks too much, you know. But they, they, they don't – like I connected with a lot of DMX's uh, music, the message in his music, the, the passion, the pain, the the manhood. So you could you could rhyme your ass off, you know. You could be putting together lyrics, lyrical, spiritual, miracle, like like some Eminem does. But I'm not gonna feel it. I'm not gonna feel it. But I'm gonna feel something that DMX said. Like I'm just trying to think of a, a, a line, but something that hits close to home. It can be very simple. Like there's this, there's this one track where he's he's, he's talking about, um, he basically he 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 met this girl. You know they fucked, they they didn't uh you know use protection and I forgot uh so, sorty was the bomb. That's that's the name of the song. Sorty, we only did it for one night. That, yeah, that was. But it's 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 not it's it's not a a word bender. He's not trying to put so many words into one sentence. He's he's trying to he's telling a story. You know, he's putting his emotions on paper. Well, I'm actually reading up right now. Um, DMX, he actually struggled with bipolar disorder. Oh yeah, yeah, he's bipolar. Um, yeah, crack addict. Was, yeah. Um. He says, I used to be really clear on who was what and what characteristics each personality had. But I don't know at this point. I'm not even sure there's a difference. I'm Earl when I'm with my children. I miss my children. I miss my children. I miss my children. Um, so he's trying to get clean. But every day I start off with a prayer to ask the Lord to guide my steps cover me and keep me safe every album dmx is probably the only artist that i will listen to a christian album from (laughs) well he seems to be opening up about the challenges and and so i mean i think any artist who's um explaining their 
their life, their childhood, their experiences and stuff. I feel like some part, like if you say it enough, I think psychologically might put you at a place where you don't want to be. Because if you start literally rapping or uh, telling the story about something that you experienced that's really has impacted your life in a negative way, I think keep reliving it and saying it and stuff like that may thing. But he's trying, like, if he's doing this and it has uh, prevented someone from, let's say, making the same mistake as him or anything like that, then um, he's done some good. But obviously he struggled enough. Yeah, but, okay, but here's the problem. And I, a lot of people coined this, uh, this term fake deep. There are a lot of artists who speak on certain subjects they know nothing about. So they're only surface level. Now, that that yeah, maybe yeah. perhaps that's why that logic song did not connect with me because it's surface level. Mm-hmm. He may, perhaps he knows nothing no, about the I mean it's the, what everyone the, uh, thinks about it. Yeah, it's it's what everyone not, knows like if, about if it. so, it's someone who's gone else. through suicidal thoughts or have tendencies, they would probably be able to write a better song. Again, yeah, I, I don't know everything probably. about logic. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but... Maybe he was avoiding... Or maybe he's telling um, it from a perspective of someone he knew or knows, knew. you know. But again, there are a lot of artists out today. Kids love them. And they're, they're speaking on subjects from a surface level. So you're not well, really getting to the nitty gritty. they're being safe. They're being safe for a Well, yeah, it's, because, it's accessible to, yeah. you know, I think for radio everyone's play, yeah. so offended so easy. I think they're just trying to be super safe as to what they're going to say. Because who knows if maybe one of the lyrics, whatever, triggers something for someone else. But at the same time, if someone... When did this trigger like, stuff happen? Like, I, I I'm always know, hearing like, the word trigger. And I, yeah. I, I get it to a degree, you know, trigger warning. I know, but then every, here's a rape story. To, but, yeah, then everyone has to watch their step. And I don't think that everyone else should be punished or, uh, you know, not be able to express themselves because one person gets offended. I mean, people are going to get offended at anything these days. Yeah, so... I say keep on expressing what you're doing and don't let anyone, you know, tear you down and stuff like that. Cause in the end, if there's oh, like that cheesy say, saying is like, there's brighter light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, someone's going to read or listen to those lyrics or listen to what you say, whether it's music or poetry or a book that you're just writing Someone's gonna look into that and think, man, they I the can relate to this. The pussy was good. Would you but stop? But so fucking up my life. See, I love that song. Listen. So I got the song in my head. I got the song in my head. I'm not. I'm so gonna now was the have bomb. to like DMX. Put this podcast as explicit because if I have you, on those it, were the lyrics yeah. though. Well, I mean, we just... yeah, but you didn't have to say it on. <laughs> it's in my head. It's in my head. It's probably in your head. Okay, well, express whatever. Whatever. Trust me, there are a lot worse. Here. There are a lot worse uh, DMX lyrics. So. Oh, I'm sure there are, but I'm just saying, like, <sighs> if you limit yourself, then you're not being true as to who you are. But if someone can 
there's there's always going to be someone out there that can relate to what you're saying, regardless, um, except for that guy on Twitter who you said who was like uh, that guy with Disney that you were telling me about. <clears throat> um, uh, Kevin, not Kevin Page. Uh, what's that dude? James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, don't 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 joke about <laughs> raping babies, saying, especially yeah, without context. I'm just saying because I I just wanted to backtrack. Not everyone, everything you say, but I'm just saying don't limit yourself. Um, you know, you still want to be careful in some way, especially. I mean, my my whole thing is know your audience. Uh, you know, his audience back then yeah. had no problem with that, but when you're working for Disney, you gotta you gotta hide that. You know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You're around kids. Kids, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so keep doing what you're doing. Express yourself because obviously I'm going to allow this podcast to go on regardless of this, the uh, the cursing and uh, inappropriate content oh, no. that he, he was just saying. <laughs> and I do that because if I were to um, censor this, it would kind of be hypocritical of me to um, keep that away from this topic in a way because if I'm preaching about it then I really should be doing it myself so I will allow it I'll just put explicit on it (laughs) but I mean I find this topic so interesting because I mean you could talk about artists and what they've meant and, and all the songs that meant to you and all that all day long i'm pretty sure you yeah i love music of every song can break it down love music i love movies i know books i love music the way it makes me feel like if there's so many songs if i listen to it i can't help but just cry because the lyrics and i can i can i i see like they put a mental picture in my head and i just see happiness and then sadness at the same time and i i hate it but i love it at the same time no (laughs) (laughs) why do you do this (laughs) no no um no that just certain songs get to me Hmm. i don't know because like the song um it's a little alisa keys Hmm. no uh it's called butterfly kisses and my grandpa used to used to like I don't know if you guys know what a butterfly kiss is but what you do is you put both your eyes you like... spread your butt cheeks <laughs> okay no uh, I'll be I'll stop. be I'll be PG now I'm trying to share a moment <laughs> I am trying to share a moment stop no my grandpa and I like, <laughs> you put your eyes together and you flutter your your eyelashes together and that's a butterfly kiss and so every time we do that, we play the song with Butterfly Kisses. And, um, you know, my sisters and I, we'd always travel with them uh, to a hotel. And at the time, it was huge. And we called it a castle. So um, every, it was, I guess, every other year, not really every year. But we play the song. And the song was about a little girl who grows into being a woman and the dad has to give her away and all this stuff. But it, he talks like about property. the many moments that he's cherished 
and stuff like that. And so every time I listen to the song, think of the times that I spent with my grandpa and how he can't wait until, you know, he could see us at a wedding or something like that. Like just thinking about it like that. And um, so, yeah, <laughs> the little moments like that, like that'll get to me just because, you know, being little and stuff like that, you don't think about what the words mean. And then as I grew older, I started listening to the words and it just, it, I don't know, certain songs just hit me a little bit because he's getting every time he sees us now when we're about to say goodbye, he just breaks down because he misses us. You know, he just, he wants to see us more, but he lives in like Colorado and it's just, it's so hard for him because he's getting a lot older and can't move as much as he used to. So, and every time he's about to break down, I mean, it's almost every visit. And so we all just have to hold back our tears. I mean, I've kind of grown to just knowing that he's going to do it. So I've known just to kind of like give him his hugs and all that stuff. I don't get upset because I know that I'm going to see him again. But yeah, moments like that. I love songs like that, though. And I think anyone who, I mean... Movies like that hit home for me. TV hey, shows hey. hit home for me. What? What song were you listening to when you lost your virginity? I wasn't listening to a song. Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> no, because we weren't anywhere where songs could be played. That's we why at... you always bring a, a, a mini speaker. No, no, because we had speaker. to be... No. <laughs> we had to be quick. It was... Uh, we were... I, I'm not explaining what happened, guys. That's that's my memory. I, I'll explain what happened with my memory. Oh my goodness, this is not how the podcast. You know what? That's going to be a separate podcast. Losing your virginity, and that's going to be on my oh podcast. Oh my god! Do I do I have to be on it? I mean, why not? You don't want to speak about oh, your first time. I'm 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 gonna oh, bring Trevor. I'm gonna bring Goldwill on it. Oh my god. I know if I bring Sam on it, he's gonna talk about something gay. So, <laughs> oh probably three dudes at one time. Ah, uh, wait, that, is he that's gay? his thing. Is he gay? Yeah, yeah, oh, he's gay. Okay. okay, he's not gay. He's gay, gay. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, there's a difference. Okay. All right. Like like leather, leather, leather. I mean, I don't pants, mind talking about jacket. it, but I don't want to talk about it on this podcast. Okay, then we're gonna talk like... about we're gonna talk about on my podcast. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's just because this this topic isn't really <laughs> relative to that. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about music, <clears throat> right? So, I guess it kind of wraps up this entire podcast, guys, because. <laughs> We're getting way off topic, and I don't want to talk about anything like that on my my podcast. So, um, but anyways. we talk about crazy stuff on my podcast. I know. black grindhouse. <laughs> I mean, maybe in time I might want to talk about you know whatever my first time, and um, but right now this has nothing to do with the topic that we're discussing tonight. <laughs> Just think. All right, so are you good? Do you have anything else to say about extremism? Sorry, I was watching Muslim porn. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, my God. He would. He would. Okay, anyways. 
Um, that kind of wraps it up. And if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns about the podcast, please let me know. Or how to properly spank your wife with the Quran. Oh, my God. I'm seriously, this is why <laughs> I always tell him that I'm going to hit him. But then he tells me that he's going to hit me back. And it's just, yeah. Don't, don't, don't say that on this podcast. I'm not trying to get hemmed up on some charges. <laughs> no, it's not like that, guys. <laughs> I don't hit him that hard. Yeah, she likes I it like... when I hit her. Oh, my God. No, that's not it. I barely give him a tap, and he hits me a little bit harder, so it Never puts me, beat. quote, in my yeah. place. Freak. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go again. Who who, who did that song, Caesar Freak? Um, Rick James. Was it Rick James? I think it was Rick James. I think so. You know, they, they played, yeah, it was Rick James. Yeah. I think they played in Good Burger with the dance scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Was it super <laughs> Anyways, um, just oh, make sure to follow me on my social media. Like I've said before, I mean, it's in my intro as well, but JBSU is my Snapchat and JBSU18 is my Instagram and at Perfect Flute is my Twitter. Oh, uh, you, you know what? My bad. It was Funkadelic. Knee Deep. That That's the song. It okay. wasn't uh, Rick James. I was thinking about another Rick James song. Um. Yeah, Electronic Jack, a.k.a. Linwood Storm. Y'all can find me at Twitter, Pinterest, you know, if you want some of my crazy fetish repost. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, GameCargo.com. Make sure y'all check that out if you want some exclusive gear. Uh, da, 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 YouTube. Electronic Is there anything Jack new TV. coming out to, like, on your, um, your website and stuff like that? Stuff, stuff that's new that you're thinking about putting out? No, <coughs> uh, like that place is well, dusty. I'm I'm ne- I'm never updating that place ever again. Okay. Um. Ever. But anyways, my YouTube channel, like I've said, in my last one is my last po- podcast episode is that I'm gonna pro- most likely start another YouTube channel for this po- podcast, and um, you know, we're gonna upload the video that we did. It's just taking some time for some reason. Taking a lot of time. It disappeared. <laughs> it vanished. We have to create another video, and it might just be like us going out somewhere. Who knows? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm down with that. A little freak. No, no, not like that. <laughs> not like that. I mean, you said no. it, not me. Not like that. I'm just saying, like, one of those, you know, we're going to so-and-so and we're checking it out, whatever. It's just like a day in the life of whatever, you know, type video. I got you. A vlog. Uh-huh, <laughs> Stop. I <gotcha>. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. I'm not. No, it's not going to be sexy or anything like that. So quit it. <sighs> and that's where you do a grunt, I'm sure. Yeah, that's something in my throat. Oh, disgusting. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. That's so gross. Don't you got to wrap up the show? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, guys. I have stalled long enough, apparently, and I didn't realize I was stalling. 
because I kind of forgot we were still going. But anyways, follow me on my social media. Follow him on his. And uh, we'll keep you up to date as to what's going on as well um, in both our lives. Because <laughs> I'm sure he'll be on my podcast again. He's really the only guest I have. How sad. So, so far. I said so far. Okay. Oh, you have a little friend for us to play with? Oh, my God. All right, guys. That's it. Uh, So, have a good evening. Okay? Peace Peace out.